1: What's up guys, before we get into bed and bananas this week on the podcast UFC 280, this is uh, the card of the year, and we'll break down every uh, underdog, parlay, anything in between, make sure you get your bets, get with us at pack 22com you heard it there guys, pac22.com and guys this is an online American book, you can use any kind of cash app, Venmo, PayPal, whatever you want to use, crypto, whatever you want. And this is an American book. We're not going overseas and offshore. You'll get your money back in an hour. However you want to get it, get it with PAC-22. And make sure you got to subscribe with us. You got to make sure you use this special Fight Bananas promo code. You get 100% matchback deposit right away. And then 25% match the back deposit of your lifetime. We're giving free money away, guys. So hook up with my friends right now at pack 22com Guys, Ben and Bananas is a little bit of a different episode. The cornerman Ryan Quinn, is feeling underneath the weather. So, L. Wagman, uh, you know, exceeds expectations, takes over. I um, I sprinkle myself in a little bit of a Bilal Muhammad, a little bit of a gamrot, and I'll give you guys my five-fight parlay that I bet. I, I put my hard-earned money on Pac-22. So, let's get with it. Ben and Bananas UFC 280, a little special. Ben and Preview goes down right now.
0: Welcome to Betting Bananas with your hosts, the Ruthless L. Wagman, Ryan the Corner Man Quinn, and Dave Van Auken.
1: Gosh, I love that intro. Uh, Guys, UFC 280, Betting Bananas version, L. Wagman to my left. What's up, Ruthless? How are you?
2: I'm good. How are you today?
1: Doing good, doing good. And you can see we're only two boxing right now. The cornerman Ryan Quinn is feeling under the weather a little bit. It's uh us Floridians. This is it's cold out there right now. It's it's knocking some people off.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Poor Ryan. I feel bad for (laughs) you.
1: Crazy times, but it is UFC two hundred and eighty. It is such a big weekend, and what we do, especially betting wise, I've already made numerous of bets early in the week. And the longer the week goes, I I don't know if it's a good news or bad news. I feel even more confident. Sometimes that's bad. Like, uh, it's almost too easy. They're giving you money. And when that happens, you're usually wrong. So let's just get right into it. Crazy time. Huge card. Maybe one of the biggest cards of the year. It's on during the day. So uh, let's get into it. L. Wagman, what is your best bet on the board?
2: So I threw together a couple picks um, since we're without Ryan today. Sure. Um, Man, my, the thing I was the most surprised about with these odds is that Bilal Muhammad is an underdog. Yeah. I know Sean Brady is undefeated. Like, 15-0 is a fantastic Bilal. record. Let's go. <laughs> Got it. Um, fantastic record. Um, but, man, just the styles. And if we look at the Luke fights for both of these guys, Sean Brady had a really tough fight against Vicente Luque. It was very close. And Bilal just, I mean, Luque couldn't do really anything with Bilal. Bilal it dominated the whole thing. And I think Bilal's takedown defense is just absolutely phenomenal. And I think Sean Brady's best way to win is to wrestle. And I just think Bilal is going to do such a good job with the range, pressing him up against the
1: cage to nullify
2: the wrestling and put his own grappling to work.
1: Couldn't agree. Yeah, couldn't agree anymore. Oh. It's, it's, sorry. It's Again, if okay. you go the
2: over, it is plus 200. Sorry, go ahead.
1: So two and a half rounds is the over? Yes. Yeah, I love that as well. It's it's probably I so my best bet on the board. I'll kind of get into it. It is definitely my underdog play, and you could put them the best bet. I have it as an underdog, and in my parlay, I just think the time is Bilal Muhammad's time. Sean Brady, maybe it's just a year or two away. He's fifteen and zero. You know, his last fight was against Michael Chieso a while ago. Bilal's been on posters, and he's fought Leon Edwards, and he's been in big moments, and he's been in Abu Dhabi for a while, training with Khabib Nurmagomedov. It just seems like this is his time. I I think Bilal knows that. I think the veteranship – I think whatever happens, he's going to get the job done. I think he's going to win two rounds to one. I don't see a stoppage either because I think Sean Brady is that tough and is that good and has – uh, very, uh, you know, advantages himself. So I think Bilal will be a little careful in some issues, but yeah, I it, he's my underdog play, he's my one of my best bets. Plays I love Bilal Muhammad and kind of with that. And like we said, we'll go a couple a couple different ones. Another one probably on my list was my best bet on the board. Uh, an ATT guy, you probably know very well. I, I love Gamrod a lot. I know he's minus 190, and a lot of people are thinking that's actually a little high. I think Vegas knows what they're doing. I think Vegas knows that some, you know, middle people or some casuals will be like, wait, Benny Darouche is that guy who's going to fight Islam. Benny Darush was that one, you know, title fight guy. Benny Darush is on a great winning streak, and Gamrot's the favorite. I'm putting my money on uh, Benny. And I just think there are two different timelines. I think Benny's towards the end. I think Gamrot's going into his prime. Same thing. I just think it's time for Gamrot. He just won a a five-round war with Circadian – I like Gamrot. It's like one of my best bets on the whole card.
2: Yeah, I love that as well. And I I think betting the over two and a half rounds, I think it's going to be a very similar fight to Zerikian as well. However, I think that Gamrot will actually be able to solidify positions a little bit easier because uh, Darius just doesn't scramble the same way Armin does. Armin is in that same prime where he's just this young, explosive athlete. And I think Darius gives up a little bit of the speed to Gamrot. Gamrot is fast. Yeah, The dude yeah. is incredibly explosive. And so I, I definitely, I don't necessarily think Gamrat will finish Darius. Um I think adding that over two and a half rounds is really great. Because Daryush is a veteran and he is incredibly yeah. tough. Even though he's getting a little older, he's not really chinny. He hasn't been finished a whole lot in his career. And I, I think that's a, I, I 100% agree with you.
1: Okay, we're on the same way. So, if you mentioned Bilal, do you have another underdog play, or is he kind of like one of your best bets and underdog play kind of wrapped up in one, kind of like me?
2: Yeah, he's a uh, he's my big underdog play. There's actually a few underdogs I like on this card. Um, oh, and another best bet as well. Caitlin Chikagian is on the card, so you know what I'm going to say.
1: Unanimous bet decision.
2: Bet the over. Yes. I I, I, yes. I do think Caitlin will win. I think she's sure. a little bit more technical and longer than Um, I'm hero. um but uh, I. We're gonna see a decision. Like, if you yep. just want to bet the bet the decision or bet the over two and a half rounds, you'll make money. It's not yes. less money, but you will make money. Right. Um, underdogs, man. There's a there's a few on this card that I think have some value. Obviously, we talked about Halal. I also think Lucas Almeida has some value here too. I this is a winnable fight for Zubaira, but I have he's burned me before on the on the betting lines. Uh, I think he's really overrated. Um, he's not like I think he he has that like. Russian wrestler kind of uh, uh, mystique about him, right, but he doesn't right, really right. put it to great use in his fights. And I, I'm i not saying that I'm a, I'm a surefire that Lucas Almeida will win, but I think this is a great one to bet the, the betting lines. If Yubaira isn't using his wrestling early and you see Lucas Almeida doing a good job pressuring him with the striking, I think that's a great underdog play in the fight. Um, man, there's there's some crazy underdogs. Charles is an underdog on this. Yeah. I think anytime you get plus money on Charles Oliveira, yeah, I think whether or not you you're positive he's gonna win, this is a fight where anything can happen. And I know we'll probably get into the men event more, but yeah, this is a this is a wild card. You've got Sean O'Malley, you've got yeah. you've got Charles as underdog. So there's definitely a lot of value in these underdogs here.
1: No, you said it, so let's kind of run with it. Uh, I, I'm L. We didn't plan this. We didn't talk that much beforehand. Sometimes we do. I, I couldn't agree any more about Oliver. Like guys, anytime in any sport, if you see like Tom Brady as an underdog, or the best baseball player, or the best basketball player, LeBron is. You take it, Charles Oliver, What he's done the last three, four, five years, and especially the run he's been on lately with stopping Ferguson, and then that Gaethje, Poirier, and Chandler run. How is this man an underdog? Like, I, I, if you want to say Makochev is going to win, I, I won't disagree. And I say if he's going to wrestle, I'm not going to say no and all this stuff. But to going into the fight, how can you not put some money on Oliver as an underdog? It's crazy. Like, Usman, Volkanovski, Oliver, John Jones, these guys should not be underdogs. They should not. And, um, you know, until I see it, if Makochev. Shows me he's never been on a fight poster. He's never been in like a big time main event that Bobby Green was on two, three days notice, which was a perfect, easy matchup for him. And no disrespect to Bobby Green, just the matchup of fight was, was horrible for him. I just think, and I don't know. And I, you can tell, like, I just literally just got off watching the media day and all week Oliveira has those eyes right now. He's like, wow, I'm the underdog and kind of makochev is playing the home field advantage. I love, I love Oliveira in this spot. Love.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree. I will say that home field advantage does kind of matter in Abu Dhabi. I've definitely seen some interesting judging in Abu Dhabi. Sure, sure. So I do think that's something to think about. And I, with the, I don't necessarily uh, agree with the whole, like, oh, he's never been in the spotlight. He's never been on a poster. Islam, I don't think this is a dude that gets psyched out. I could be wrong, but like this dude has been competing his whole life. When he was right. a child, know. Good point. he went into the freaking mountains with Khabib to like this dude is the definition of mentally tough. But the, the level difference as well. Look at who Charles is beating. Charles, uh, I saw I saw a, a breakdown earlier this week where this guy he said he's like he has gone to these chaotic wars with the people in the division who do the best in chaos. These yes. Dustin Poiriers with their dirty boxing, the Michael Chandler's who've had these, these incredible wars. Like he's able to go into the chaos here and and not quit and come back and and find a way to win. And so it, it's just one of those fights where like I'm just excited to see it. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I might not even put money on this fight. I might throw a little on Charles because I'm shocked to see him as yeah. a, as obviously a pretty decent underdog. It's not a huge, a huge uh discrepancy but definitely decent and yeah. um but anything can happen in this fight like this isn't a fight where I think you should be confident to bet the over this isn't a fight where I think you should be confident to bet that the under both guys can win a decision both guys can finish in the first round literally anything can happen
1: I, I totally agree like I, it's that's why I am leaning towards even Charles and even I, I do like Charles to win this fight and even the so the next fight I do want to talk about because he is an underdog and I've already bet on him. I bet on him two weeks ago with Sean O'Malley being over 200 plus underdog. It's I don't even love this. If you just said, hey Dave, you know, take $200 out of your uh girl's piggy bank and just bet one way or the other, and you're gonna get $200 back, I would bet Peter Yan to win the fight. But as over 200 plus underdog, same thing. I think Sean O'Malley versus Dillashaw, Sterling, Yan, uh, Cheeto Vera again, whoever it is in that weight class. Sean O'Malley should not be a 200-plus underdog against anyone. That's my two cents. His striking, his length, his striking ability, uh, his KO ability, his kind of pop. Um So in that terms, I'm actually betting on Sugar Sean O'Malley in UFC 280.
2: I, I think there's value. And, I like, I've noticed, like, obviously the lines have gotten closer as we've gotten closer to the yeah. fight, which tells us that a lot of people are betting on Sean. I, I don't think he's going to win. I, I think – and I think the longer the fight goes on – I, I think his chances of winning go down dramatically. Agreed, Not yeah. only is, everybody's like, oh, Jan's a slow starter, Jan's a slow starter. We've been watching him in five-round fights for the last, what, however long. Two years, long. yeah, and that's two, years. That's why he's a slow starter. Go back to when he fought Uriah Faber. That man was not a slow starter in his three-round fights. Right. He's only a slow starter because he knows he has five rounds to work and he knows he's incredibly defensively sound for those first couple rounds. So it's, I I really don't think we're going to see a slow start out of Piotr Jan. Another really interesting little nugget is if you watch the uh, the live workouts, Piotr Jan is doing a lot of wrestling. And if he comes out and wrestles, I don't think, I think very few people will disagree with me that we're going to see Sean break early. I, I, I definitely believe that quitting is a choice. And I think Charles Oliveira is the best example of this in the sport, where he really did used to be kind of a quitter. He'd, he'd be winning a fight, see a little bit of adversity, and look for a way out. And he completely changed his mindset. That's why I believe that quitting is a choice. I don't think it's programmed into you. I think it's it's a very difficult choice sure. when somebody like Piorian is on top of you. But it is a choice. And maybe Sean O'Malley has fixed that since the Cheeto Vera fight. Maybe he hasn't. But if we look at the, the level difference and the way Piotr Jan builds anxiety in his opponents as the fights goes on, and then compare it to Sean O'Malley's attitude during the Pedro Munoz fight, which he was having a lot of problems with Pedro up until the eye poke. You could argue that Pedro was up like a round and a yeah. half. It was incredibly close. and you The could judges tell, had like,
1: Pedro win in the first round. The judges yes, did.
2: Yes, 100%. and and. Sean O'Malley wasn't playing no basketball during the Pedro Munoz fight. And I I don't think he will be during the Piotr Jan fight either. And I think that when he's not able to kind of swag out like that, I think that builds anxiety in him and Piotr Jan is incredibly good at that. Sean O'Malley, the way he wins, and he's one of the best in the world at this, is he sets up traps, but in order to set up those traps, he has to get you to bite on his feints. And I don't know if you've seen a Piotr Jan fight lately, but Piotr Jan does not bite on feints. He has that Tiger Muay Thai style where he just kind of walks forward, moves his head, parry, 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 and comes in and pressures you. And I think that that's going to wear on Sean O'Malley as the
1: fight goes on. Love it! Great breakdown there, uh, L. Wagman. Make sure you follow L at the at RuthlessOne underscore uh, L. Wagman. All right. So I know we usually do three fight parlays. Actually, Ryan nailed his three fight parlay. His last fight, I think, what, something happened with yours. Didn't, wasn't there a switch or something? Was weird because.
2: Yeah, we dropped uh we lost a fight. I can't remember what it oh, it was Brandon Royval versus Asma Yeah, Asma. there you go. There you
1: go. There you go. So uh, it couldn't happen. So, you know, I know I thought we would have some fun. I even showed you this earlier in the week. So I didn't do a three-fight parlay. I did a five fight parlay. And this is over plus three thousand two hundred and fifty odds. It's unbelievable. So I, on this five fight uh, parlay, guys, I did kind of the five biggest fights. I went with Blau as a dog. I went with Gamrot, to me, as one of the best plays on the whole card. I went with O'Malley as a dog to get those odds crazy. The co-main event, it's funny, we haven't mentioned this at all. I really like Aljamain Sterling. I just think a grappler, Dillashaw, uh, struggles with grapplers. If you look through his haphology, his losses are to grapplers, Cejudo, Rafael, so on and so on. And then, of course, in the main event, I did go with Charles Oliveira, especially as a dog in a parlay. I went for it. So I did throw, I threw $20. I went to uh, pack22.com. You know, it's one of our new uh, sponsors here at Ben and Bananas. So go to pack22.com if you want to lay this money. $20 wins you $656. And I don't think it's crazy. Balau, we like. Gamrot, we like. Sterling, we like. The main event can go either way. I took the dog in Oliveira. And probably, yeah, maybe my little chaos is o- O'Malley because with the plus odds, $20 to win $656 at pack22.com. I'm gonna hit it. I think I'm gonna hit it. I got it on it,
2: dude. I I love it. I love it. I I, I can't I can't tell you that I think O'Malley's gonna win. I, I anything can happen in this game. And yeah. O'Malley has phenomenal counter striking. I just think Gian is I think honestly everybody in the top fifteen at one thirty five is a tough matchup for Sean O'Malley. It's it is. And the, the one most
1: thing, most thing I, the one mental thing I would say, and you know this more than anyone, uh, mixed martial arts is such a mental game. Is that I don't know, because we haven't seen it yet, because this is Peter's first fight since that whole Aljamain Sterling and the first fight since the title. It's not a title fight. I don't know the psyche. I actually kind of think that Peter thinks he's very, like, I almost think he's maybe too confident in, in a way. Like, he thinks it is a good matchup for him. It's not Sterling. It's not a grappler. And I just, like, it's one of those things. And that's why we will spend $75 and watch it Saturday afternoon. We have to see it to believe it and all that I just think, I just don't know where he's, his psyche is after losing a championship fight and then kind of being a big favorite. It's, it's just, it's a weird spot in a weird way. And funky yeah. stuff can happen over there in Abu Dhabi. We've seen it. For sure.
2: And I, I do think, I do think that after losing to Aljo, I, I think that Jan will come out with the intent to win. I don't think he's yeah. going to get, I don't think he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to outstrike him. I think he's like, man, I lost the belt. And yeah. to a guy that I can be and have beaten, you know, yeah. and so it's I think that he's he's the kind of dude like I don't I don't think he gets in his head. There are very few people in this world that I believe go into fights that are not nervous. And he's one and man. I think he's one of them. Like, yeah. I don't think that dude is scared of anything. Yeah. No, I um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You're right. Like, that's that's the best thing about this sport. I 100 yes. percent am with you on Aljo. Man, I just I think I think it's going to look really similar to the last Yon fight. Aljo yeah, has me too. Great actually.
1: point. Great point.
2: Aljo has incredible fight IQ and, and I, he fought young really smart this last time. Like he, he stayed super long and out of range and then just broke through that, broke through to be able to engage in the grappling and like people are like, Oh, well, TJ's kicking range. It's like, yeah, but TJ's still like six inches shorter than Aljo. So it doesn't really matter if he's good in the kicking range. If Aljo's kicking range is longer than his. And I, I, I just don't. I think that he had some problems with Corey Sanhagen, who doesn't have the fight IQ that Aljo has. He has the better striking, the more dangerous striking, but TJ didn't have to really worry about the threat of the takedown too much in that fight either. Right. And I, I really right. think that I think Aljo is going to get it done as well. Um, I'm the, definitely on board with that.
1: And the last little thing on that, and then I'll, I'll let you run with your three-fight parlay is, so everyone has been telling me that that fight, they think that it's going 25 minutes, regardless, Dillashaw or Sterling, even if Dillashaw kind of beats him in tri- I, I actually, I'm going the opposite. I think there's going to be a finish in that fight. I actually think Sterling's going to submit T.J. Dillashaw. I think somehow, some way, like the fight's not going to be going Dillashaw's way and the same kind of thing, I think he's going to want him his way out. And Sterling, he looked for submission finishes, which I love about his game. I think he's going to want to stop him and really put a cement spot that uh, Sterling deserves this top 5, 7, 10 pound for pound thing. So I think Sterling will submit T.J. Dillashaw in this fight.
2: I'm on board. I really am. And I, I think people count Sterling out just because like when he won the bell, it wasn't like he didn't right. win the bell. But man, like he's come back and redeemed himself
1: since then.
0: And yeah. I, I
2: don't think he deserves the the little bit of hate that he's still kind of getting. And I, I think people count him out because of that.
1: All right. Three fight parlay. Al Wagman, take it away. All right. I know I did this one week and it really bit me
2: in the butt, but I'm going to do it again. Uh, Bilal is in my parlay as well um, with the over two and a half rounds. That's going to be my first leg. My uh, second leg, I'm going to go with my other best bet. Caitlin Chikavian and Manon Firo are going over two and a half rounds. Um, it's going to happen. Uh, and then I actually have Tayo Baraglio and Muradov going the under. Um, this was plus money, which kind of surprised me because a lot of times when you get two big finishers like that um you'll you'll actually see minus odds in the in the under two and a half rounds Man, Kyle, i mean i i see Kyo winning but anything can happen Muradov can abs- absolutely put him away in the first round uh the dude's incredibly powerful incredibly dangerous he had a lot of problems in the grappling department against gerald mearshart gerald mearshart got inside really easily took him down and once he was on the ground he cut through him like butter i think Baraglio's uh jujitsu game is even more dangerous than Gerald Mearshart's. I think he finds submission super easily and very quickly. And I, I see I see a very similar story in that fight, but I definitely have them going the under. I haven't checked the odds recently, but it was close to plus 1,000
1: last time I looked at it. Wow, I like that. I was going to ask you that. And is the under, and we'll, we'll check it right now at pack 22com is it under 1.5 or 2.5?
2: Um, I think it was under 2.5, but I could be wrong. I would take I like it either that. way. I
1: would take it either way. Wow. Okay. Because to me, one of those things, like the one and a half is tough. Like the one and a half to me is like a Michael Chandler, like we're going to war. I'm um, like, I think in a weird way, Chandler, Pory, and everyone thinks it's going 15 minutes too, but I, like, I would like think it's under, cause those guys are going to go absolutely to war. And I think someone's going to fall. Um, I Two and a half is so much better because you can, win and dominate and implement your game plan. And then it's sometimes it takes seven, eight, 10, 12 minutes to dismantle someone and then get a stoppage TKO or submission. So if it's under two and a half, I love, I love. Um man, I that that parlay is sweet. Like that parlay should really, really come through, I believe.
2: I'm I'm excited about this part, man. It's it's so Bilal is an underdog on the undercard and I'm like, what what's happening? Like there's literally not a fight on the main card that I'm not stoked for. It's, yeah, it's going to be such a good night.
1: And that's what I mean. I feel so good, L Balao to win over two and a half. I feel so great about Caitlyn going the distance. I even like Caitlyn winning this fight, too. I think she's going to wrestle and grapple City. I feel so good about Sterling winning. And like I said, I even a little sprinkle, a little finish. I feel phenomenal. Gamera probably my lock, if you want to say, on the card. And that minus 190, I already made a I did I bet 190 dollars to win 100 on Gamrat you know how I feel but it's under that 200 range I feel sometimes you don't have to parlay it or get funny just bet Gamrat to win 190 to win 100 I made it I love it and then the main event like and uh you know as an underdog give me Charles Oliveira I'm not going to bet it hard like you said I will sprinkle maybe 20 50 bucks on it but uh you know there's this card I I think I see it so uh, I, you know, we're going to talk later, maybe that night and Islam will be new. Uh, Dillashaw will win. Uh, Fiat will catch Caitlin in the first round and Sean O'Brady will be undefeated. We're like, that's MMA. That's UFC. Right. No. And
2: that's, that's why I love this sport. Like it's, yeah. it's easy to, I think it's way easier to bet on like team sports. Like you kind of know who's going to win. It's a lot easier to, to play that game. This, our sport is nuts.
1: Yeah. Like think about it. Like Especially this card, and this is why the card is so good. Gamrot's a big, you know, uh you know, a minus one ninety. Benny Darush, uh, you know, was about to fight Islam for the number one contendership and maybe the most uh limelight, biggest, fiercest division in all of the sport. in one fifty five—that's how good it is. Sean Brady is fifteen and zero. We're like, nope, he's losing. Charles Oliveira is an underdog. He's maybe the pound for pound king. And TJ Dillashaw is one of the Bantamweight goats, regardless of, of yeah. and all that stuff. He has never lost in like in four years himself. And you know, it's against Henry Cejudo and he's an under. It's crazy. It's like one of these things. Like this card is so freaking good. Um, like if you tell me, like I said, the other side wins, I'd be like, yeah, like Michael Chef doesn't lose. Like, that's what he does. So crazy yeah. time. No, crazy.
2: it's it's nuts. Anything can happen this card. It's gonna be a blast.
1: There we go. We want well, this is one of our longest bed and bananas, and we didn't have Ryan Quinn on it. So, this is how you know the card is great. Oh, any last words, any last things you want to on this card particular you want to hit on? Um, I think we nailed it.
2: Oh, no, I, I think we got through everything, man. Like, it's
1: yeah, we're solid. <laughs> there we go. So, uh, ls 35 Parlay, below uh, over two and a half, Caitlin, if you're out over two and a half, Barella, under, uh, if that's two and a half, that is gold. That's a plus one thousand. Guys, my parlay, I got a five-fight parlay. I just picked the wins and the losses, and it's plus 3,225. You can't go wrong with that, right? Like, that can't miss.
2: You got to make it. You got to make
1: that. L appreciate it. Hopefully, next week uh, is Calvin Cater and Arnold Allen in the main event. Hopefully, we have the cornerman Ryan Quinn. And don't forget, Ryan, come on now. Don't forget your banana hat. You owe us two weeks. We told you, me and L try to tell you, Alexa Grasso. And like I said, I just bet that main event straight. Like you don't have to get funky, you don't have to get funny. If you feel really good about a fight, I under that minus two twenty five hundred, just bet it straight. Just take the money and win. And uh, I won last week with uh, Alexa Grasso.
2: Yeah, same. I th- I'm not gonna lie, the fight had me sweating. It was incredibly yeah. close. That was it one was. of the highest level striking matches between two female fighters I've ever seen. It was. A- really fun fight if you guys haven't watched it you should definitely go back and watch
1: that one as well there we go grasso last weekend Oliveira, mako jeff this weekend next weekend calvin cater arnold allen the ufc is the gift that keeps on giving and uh who knows maybe we'll see another really good fight october 29th who knows who knows (laughs) awesome have a great day we'll talk to you guys soon
0: mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time test to gift